everyone. Welcome to So Good Sisterhood. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and my husband Todd and I pastor Christ Fellowship Church together. The So Good Sisterhood is a podcast that is all about investing in every girl from every generation. It's this opportunity to have relevant conversations every single month about living intentionally, leading confidently, and loving generously. And hopefully, it will leave you saying, that was so good. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the So Good Sisterhood podcast. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and I am so excited about today's episode. And before we get started, actually, I just want to thank you for all of you that subscribe to the podcast, tune in faithfully, and leave comments. See, this season, it's all about the power of your story. There's power when you share your God story, what God has brought you through, what He's taking you to, and there is power when you hear other people's God stories. In Revelation 12, 11, it says that they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. See, the word testimony actually comes from the Hebrew root word, idut, mm. and it means to return, to repeat, to do it again. And when we hear a testimony, we're, we're stirring up faith wow. and we're inviting the Holy Spirit That's to come powerful. in and do it again, that he would just do what he's done in the past wow. over and over. And when, when we experience this victory that Jesus brings, it actually can cast vision into someone else's story. Mm -hmm. And that vision, what we've seen time and time again, it can forecast someone's future. And I love it. Well, today you're going to be hearing a really powerful God story from my good friend, Onika McClellan. So glad that you're here. This is really like a dream come true for me. Actually, it's a dream come true the second time because Onika was on our podcast before in season three, episode four. If you haven't listened to it, I highly encourage you because because this episode was when you shared this powerful word mm. just about the power of really sticking together even through our differences. Yep. Yep. And Onika, you are married to Earl. Yes, my best friend. Your best friend. Yep. And how long have you been married? We've been married for 25 years. 25 years. That's amazing. I, it I mean, feels I like just you, you're like 27. You're the best. Know. So you look amazing. And Love so you've been you. married 25 years. Yes. You guys are pastors yes. of an amazing church, multi-site church mm-hmm. um, called Shoreline City. That's right. You, um, you're you a regular guest on Better Together. So you're also kind of a television no, you know, person. No, not even. <laughs> and you've got three amazing kids. Yes. But what I love the most about you is that you have such a beautiful anointing of encouragement on you. You and Earl just speak life. And every time you leave, you always leave people better than you find them. And it's just so beautiful. We see that anointing in your church, on your team. And we're just honored to have you here. Well, mm-hmm. I'm so thrilled. Mm-hmm. I just want to take a moment and tell you how much I love you. Mm-hmm. This is rare air that I get to be across from you in a moment like this. Yeah. And you're one of my favorite people in the world, my hero. And anytime I'm with you, I'm just soaking in every single thing. I'm just so grateful, not only to just have you as a friend, but also as a mentor and someone who's gone before me. And we're so thankful that you and Todd invite us to sit at your table and grow and learn and be all that God's called us to be. And we're just thankful that you've gone ahead of us and allowed us to follow along and learn along the way. I Thank love you. you. Thank Plus you. We love fun. you too. And, you know, and you're so much fun. We're, we're recording this at our Christ Fellowship Conference and you guys incredible. have been down here. It's been amazing. We brought our team. Okay, if anyone has never been and you have teams, come to the next one. We have pages of notes <laughs> and we've been changed. Wow. Well, it's so great to have you back on the show and just... 
thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being such an amazing pastor and leader. And I know our listeners are going to just have an amazing time listening to all the wisdom that you're going to impart. And what I, I love is that, um, is that you started something called the Value mm-hmm. Revolution, where it's all about calling yes. out the confidence and the boldness and the value yes. of, of women. And it's actually, you started in your church, but really it's kind of gone global. And, and, you know, I love that you impart courage and boldness. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see you speaking from the platform or really actually speaking in any group of people, you you have a boldness and a mm-hmm. confidence about you. But has it always been this way? I mean, was there ever a time when maybe you didn't have the courage and the boldness that you had today? Why don't you share a little bit about that? For sure, <laughs> for sure. So I was born in California. I was raised by a single mom. And something that my mom would always tell me growing up is you can do anything you put Mm -hmm. your mind to. So she would instill courage in me even at a very young age. And even though it was just the two of us, she never allowed me to feel sorry for myself. She was a hard worker, passionate, and would just come alongside me, speak life into me, speak courage in me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm part of her legacy of speaking Mm -hmm. life into other women, no matter their season or their stage. And so I would say I've always been an encourager. Like when I was in middle school, I was voted nicest smile because (laughs) I just love speaking life to people. And it helps me even when I'm going through a tough time. I think sometimes you think in order to speak life, in order to encourage, your life has to be perfect Mm -hmm. or things have to be going good. And I think sometimes we hold back in speaking life because we feel Mm -hmm. inadequate or we feel like we have to wait until life is sunshine and not rain. Right. But I've actually found that even in some of my toughest times, when I feel discouraged, when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel pressure, when I pick up the phone and I start texting people and praying over them and sending them encouraging voice memos or just going onto their Instagram and just speaking life, speaking life, you can speak life so many creative ways. Yes. It actually helps get me out of my pit. Wow. And so I was wired that way to speak life. But what I've learned over time is to speak life even when you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that, it actually pulls you out of yeah. the pit that you're yeah, in. That's right. That's so good. A couple of things. First yeah. of all, shout out to all the single moms yes. that are listening. I mean, Strong, you brave, are courageous. our heroes. And I love that, that even though it was the two of you yes. and, you know, they're, there could have been a spirit of lack or exactly, scarcity, exactly. but instead there was a spirit confidence. of abundance mm-hmm. and confidence exactly. and that kind of flowed out onto you. And then also, I think sometimes we think about spiritual warfare and mm-hmm. we think about prayer and worship yep. and, and all of the weapons yes. that we bring to that. Yes. But I think sometimes when we show up, you, you talked about that, you said, you know, that when I feel discouraged, yes. yep. right, that a weapon of our warfare exactly. is showing up with the opposite spirit. That yep. when we show it's up exactly with right. encouragement, when yep. there is discouragement, it is, we are actually fighting spiritual warfare because exactly. you're carrying something else by sharing that with somebody else. So I love that. That's so powerful. Even if you think about Mary and Elizabeth, mm-hmm. you know yeah. this you know the story, mm-hmm. but they were able to encourage one another and they were both at pivotal times. Right. You know, one older after being barren and mm-hmm. being pregnant, the other one finding out that she's pregnant, but by surprise and not planned right. and not married. But after they spent time together, mm-hmm. they were singing a new song unto the Lord. I know, right? Filled with God's presence. Yeah. And so there's something about coming together, yes. encouraging one another, even when you don't feel like it. Yes. And I mean, they were filled with the Spirit. She was filled with the Spirit as soon as she heard I the voice. I love it. I love it. That's probably one of my favorite stories. Me too. And Me I too. love that she came in 
probably afraid exactly. and fearful. Ex- overwhelmed. And she left singing. That. And I, I just go, that makes me ask myself the question. It's like, are the words that I speak, yes. the value that I bring, yes. what what is someone that leaves my presence? Exactly. Are they going to walk away the same way exactly. they walked in? Or is there going to be a song in right. their heart? And there's just song. something beautiful about that. Well, in in the last episode you were on, um, you talked about the the whole idea of value yes. revolution. Yes. And one of the things I love that you said, I actually wrote this down, um, is that we have in your house, yes. in, the, in the culture that you've created, we have this culture of celebrating God's daughters. Yes. There's no competition and there's no ceiling on your life. Can you talk a little bit more about this value revolution yes. and how it can be the antidote right. to insecurity and yes. the antidote to this lack of courage? I'm so passionate about mm-hmm. this because our world, we're all so inundated with images of one another, mm-hmm. of curated things from Instagram, of curated homes and curated family photos, curated recipes, right. curated outfits, mm-hmm. curated facial routines. I mean, the 12 mm-hmm. steps, the 15 steps, the the reels, that I have my water, wow. then I have my iced coffee, then I have my Pilates mat. Mm-hmm. And then and just life just looks so beautiful at all times. And I love all that. I love inspiration. <laughs> like inspiration fuels me. Yeah. And so I love all of it. But mm-hmm. out of context, it can make you feel like you're always losing. Mm-hmm. And then because we're also comparing. Because before social media was a big thing, you would run into someone and see their outfit. But now you see right. their outfits constantly mm-hmm. as you scroll and scroll and scroll. And then you start to think, oh, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. What about that? Why does she have that? She seems like her life is always that way. And so sometimes social media can make you compete Right. Instead of cheer each other on. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can take it for the positive and use it to cheer mm-hmm. each other on by sending each other scriptures, by in mm-hmm. the DMs instead of why did you wear that saying you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. And so I just think that it is right now the moment in time where there's so much insecurity, mm-hmm. so much competition, so many eating disorders, so many girls not feeling valuable mm-hmm. that it's our turn to like change the tide yeah. and speak life over every single woman yeah. in every single season online, in person, at the restaurant, at the doctor's office, at the soccer game, at school, right. at high school. Come on. Because our world is just, its there's like a drought yeah. of words of life. Yeah. And so God wants us as his daughters to encourage each other, just like Mary and Elizabeth mm-hmm. did. And that's how the value revolution continues. Yeah. And it can spread all around the world by just speaking life. Yeah, I love that. I And I, I love the the idea that, um, that we, we've talked about this. I kind of made up this word. I'm not yeah. sure. I think I made it up. I'm not sure. Um, but when you think about when, when somebody writes the story of yes. your life, Life. It's a yes. biography. Yes. If you wrote it yourself, it's an autobiography. Mm-hmm. But if you allow God to write the story, it's a theography. I love it. Right? It's, yes. a, it's a theography. Yes. And one of the things I love about our theographies mm-hmm. is that um, the privilege that we have to write on the pages of somebody that, else's story. Exactly. And when we when we send those DMs, when we yes, send those inspiring messages, exactly. when, when we choose to to complete and not compete, to champion, yes. Yes. to champion, to have this abundance. Um, mentality, a exactly. generosity, like a spirit of generosity exactly. in every area, but especially in our words of affirmation. Yes. I think about this: if, if I'm, if I have the privilege of writing words on the pages yes. of someone else's story, yes, what would that chapter be called? Exactly. Would it be called, you know, a prophetic declaration mm, over their calling? Yes. Or would it be called petty? What would that chapter be Cynical, entitled? Bitter. Cynical, yeah, yeah, yeah. bitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I want the words that I write yes. on somebody else's story right. to be echoing God's word yes. over their life. And so, um, you know, the other thing I think about when I think about 
testimony and yes. our stories is in Revelation it says that um, that the the testimony of Jesus is the yes. spirit of prophecy, yeah. right? And that when we testify of what what God's done, yep. right, the story that He's writing yes. on our life, and um, when we testify that it actually is prophetic, mm-hmm. right? And because we're actually you know asking Him to enter into the story and inviting yes. Him to do it again, yes. and so you have three amazing kids, yeah, I do, and um and you've had you've had to overcome a lot. I mean, For even sure. though overcome a lot. Yes. Um, and your testimony is that of encouragement. How do you think that that's impacted your kids? How for do you think sure. that that is kind of cast vision for their future? I mean, no, no perfect parents, right? Not at all. Um, so, yes. But that this this idea of writing on the pages, writing encouragement on the pages right. of other people's testimony, how do you think that's impacted their lives? I would say our home mm-hmm. is a very life-giving home. It's loud. It's crazy. It's wild. Like dinner at our house mm-hmm. is very loud. We do this thing called highs and lows. And we do, what's your high? What's your low? What are you most thankful for? And we do that every single night. And so it just gives us a chance as a family to come together. And then also sporadically, we'll just choose one person in our family and everyone will go around and say nice things Mm -hmm. about that person. So we try to cultivate Mm -hmm. honor as much as we can in our home. And even though our kids are all five years apart, sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes they're arguing. Sometimes they interrupt each other while they're doing highs and lows. So it's not perfect in storybook, Mm -hmm. but our home is very much a culture of encouragement Mm -hmm. in life. So I feel like that same thing, it takes ceilings off of our kids when we speak life over them Mm -hmm. because you, even our little seven-year-old girl, she has little friends at school who she's trying to be friends with, but then they're in their little best friend group. So then she goes to school and she can feel rejected some days. Mm -hmm. And so then we tell her, hey, not everybody has to be your friend. There's another friend in the class that you can be friends with. But we're so thankful that at home, Mm -hmm. at least we get to speak life over her, reminder of her value and of her worth. And then our other son, our middle son, who's in middle school, where everyone's just coming together and just middle school is just a tough time for kids. Mm -hmm. And so filling them up and fueling them at home so that when they go to school, they can be strengthened. And thank God for healthy churches like this one Mm -hmm. and our church as well that can come alongside to just echo what we're already saying Mm -hmm. at home. But we have just decided that our house is not going to be a home where we tear Mm -hmm. each other down where we like yell at one another. Um, Both Earl and I came from really passionate, like our moms were very, they're amazing, but they're very passionate and they could elevate their voice um, in a way that did not bring peace. That is... Wow, that was a beautiful way to put that. Yeah, so. <laughs> and yes. we just decided mm-hmm. that in mm-hmm. our home that we we don't want to elevate our voices that way. Um, we get our point across, yeah. and we you know we believe in disciplining our children and right. all the things. There's boundaries and rules, mm-hmm. but at the same time, words are so powerful. They really are. And so, um, my encouragement would be: I just have on my heart that if someone mm-hmm. does have an anger problem that's with us today. And they hate that they're like going off on their kids, if you will, or their spouse or their best friends, and they feel helpless with it. Mm. I just want to give you hope that right. that cycle can be, be broken. broken off of your life. Absolutely. Um, through prayer, mm-hmm. through God's word, through getting involved in community right. and small groups mm-hmm. and getting counseling if needed. Because I'm so thankful that it stopped with Earl and I and that we decided to stop that cycle. Mm -hmm. And so now our kids, when they get married, they don't have to continue on some of the cycles that we grew up with. Mm -hmm. But I feel like even if it's not good now, 
it can turn in an instant wow. when we invite the Holy Spirit in. That's right. That's right. And He does that. Yes. I mean, He does that. And I think you just hit on something so powerful because, again, there our kids' testimonies yes. are starting now. Right. Right. Yes. Right and now. So we have this beautiful privilege yes. of being able to write, you know, exactly write, write words on the pages yes. of their story. And I don't know why I just thought about this when you were sharing because I just thought this might be encouragement yes. to you because your kids are younger. But um, but we just got finished hearing uh, a message that my husband's father just preached, so right? And my husband, Todd, and his dad are amazing, powerful men mm. um, and just so anointed, yes. but they are so different. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and we had the privilege of transitioning um, for, as pastors of the church here right? after we, we succeeded um, his dad. And the crazy thing is, is that, you know, a lot of times people would ask Todd, you know, what what was it like stepping in after your dad? Because right. he's such a legend and he's so powerful and he's so anointed. Right. And wasn't that intimidating? And I remember just going, that never even like crossed wow. our mind or his mind. I mean, honestly, like, and it wasn't because um, that we thought we were perfect or right, ready, right. you know, but it was more because dad and mom just wrote so much confidence yes. on the story on, on Todd's story Mm-mm-mm. like they just spoke so much value like you're talking about yes, yes, yes. and so it was like it's okay that you're different God right. has created you different exactly. and he's anointed you differently and so the shoes that you know you're stepping into yes. you don't have to fill these shoes the That's Holy Spirit's right. going to anoint you and it struck me so I mean people would ask that question I'm going wow that never actually Crossed his mind until you actually mentioned it. Wow, and then, wow, wow. Right, you know, right, right. And then it was like, wow, that, you know, well, maybe we should think about this. But there was such a, it wasn't a, at all an arrogance. It was yeah. this beautiful, like th- this extreme confidence, but extreme humility yes. at the same time. Yes. And I really like attribute so much of Todd's testimony and his ability mm. to step in with strength because of the words that his parents right. wrote, you know, yes. on his story. Of, of just encouragement and strength and mm. just what you were talking about, you know, and I love that. I love the the privilege that we have, you know, um, all of us, right, um, have a testimony, right, right, a right. God story, but some of us may not feel like, you know, we, we may not feel confident in sharing. So if someone might be, you know, struggling, maybe they don't think they have a testimony to share, right, right, or right. maybe they're, you know, they're nervous about sharing theirs. Would, what word of encouragement would you yeah, give them? I would say, mm-hmm. you know, part of my testimony is like I shared, I grew up with a single mom, mm-hmm. but I grew up not knowing my value or worth. Mm-hmm. My mom would tell me that I was amazing and she gave me confidence. Wow. But when it came to knowing like my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, that God mm-hmm. has someone special that he wants wow. to marry, that's mm-hmm. set aside, I would find myself, you know, in my teens, and in my early 20s, just dating the wrong guys and not knowing my value and worth in relationships. Wow. Mm-hmm. And now I fast forward to being married for 20 years, raising three children. If I were to turn back the tape, there was an Onika, not the Onika today, mm-hmm. but the Onika who settled, who didn't know that God had someone amazing set aside for me. But it was walking into a church wow. and being surrounded by other mm-hmm. couples. And I heard a message about God's plan for dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. And it reframed how I saw dating and relationships. Relationships, and then I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend and deciding I'm just going to put my trust wow. and my value and worth in Christ mm-hmm. instead of letting my value and worth be determined by a guy. Mm-hmm. And so I say all that to say mm-hmm. that that's part of my testimony. And then now I can use my story to encourage young girls who are settling. Yeah. I mean, so many mm-hmm. like 
killer girls yeah. who yeah. are just mm-hmm. settling mm-hmm. and not waiting for God's best. Mm-hmm. And so our story can bring such life and hope to Absolutely. so many people. And I remember mm-hmm. even as a young married couple, because Earl and I were both, like I said, raised by single moms. So we didn't see an example mm-hmm. of a godly marriage in our home because our moms were single. And so then we would interview other married couples who then would share their story mm-hmm. with us. And then we learned from the things they did great. Mm-hmm. And we learned from the things that they said, don't do this. Yeah. So then we didn't have to make some of the mistakes that they made because they shared their testimony, yeah, their story it. with us, yeah. that now we have a marriage that's mm-hmm. strong 25 yeah. years in, but it was because of testimonies. I love that. I love that because it does. I mean, when when we see victory in someone yes. else's life, it does cast vision exactly. for our own. Again, that the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy yep. and he wants to do it again. It just cultivates an atmosphere of faith. It yes. cultivates an atmosphere of just expectation of yes. what God wants. If He's going to do it for them, exactly. maybe maybe He'll do it for me too. Exactly. I love that, and and I love too that you're sharing your testimony. It's not all about you, right? No. Um, it's about really being able to give someone else the courage hope. and the hope yes. that they need, and so. I would encourage you if something's holding you back, if you're yes. not feeling courageous, if yeah. if you feel like that, you know, that maybe your story isn't worth telling. Exactly. That that there is someone. It might be your testimony might not be on a platform, right, right, but right. it might be across the table in a cup of coffee. But someone needs to hear your exactly. story and just praying for the Holy Spirit to open that door. That's right. Well, all of us have chapters in our story, yes. right? That um that when you look back, they're a little bit cringeworthy, right? right, right. right? Or there are prayers that we prayed that we are so thankful mm-hmm. that God did not answer. You know, like <laughs> you might have prayed that right. you might, you know, God, would you let me marry this guy? Exactly. And you're so, so glad thankful. today that yes. he did not answer. Prayer. Are there any of those like that you'd be willing to share with our listeners? Yes, I would <laughs> say for sure that thank goodness that I walked into a church, thank goodness that a girl that I was working at a clothing store with who shared her testimony with me and by hearing her testimony made me want to come to her church and that was at her church that I saw healthy marriages, Mm -hmm. that I saw healthy relationships and I learned my true value and worth Mm -hmm. in Christ. So I almost like I could have been with a completely different guy living a completely different Mm -hmm. life not in ministry, not having a life-giving home. And so that's cringeworthy to me, wow. thinking what could have been. Yeah, And I'm just so grateful that my coworker and friend invited me to church, shared her story, and I saw similarities, and I saw that she was in a similar patterns that wow. I was in and how God got her out of those patterns. And then now, you know, here we are all yeah. these years later. Yeah. And so I look back then, I look back on when I was a newlywed and I was learning communication, and learning like how wow. to say the right thing at the right time mm-hmm. and learning to admit that I was wrong. Um, I thought that marriage, that it would just come naturally to me. And I learned uh, really quickly wow. that um, I don't say sorry as fast as I thought that I would. <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> yeah. And um, I thought that I would just say sorry mm-hmm. right away. But mm-hmm. instead, our, our year three of our marriage, I would always over explain why I did what I did. Mm-hmm. So I figured if Earl knew this is why I did it, then mm-hmm. I don't need to say sorry. Right. Because I didn't mean mm-hmm. that. You just interpreted it wrong, which was like <laughs> major funny. no-no. Yeah. So that was one of the toughest times in our marriage is I had to learn how to accept an apology mm. and not explain anything and just mm. own it. Yeah. And so I think back at that time, it makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. 
I get that too. I think I like walked a very similar journey. I, I think we all have like, you know, we've all heard the bad apology. Yes, like, yes. you know, I'm sorry, but if you hadn't done that, that in me. the first that place, was me. that was or, I'm me. sorry, yes. but if you weren't so stubborn, or I probably would have yes, sensitive, exactly. right? Um, so we all have yep. those, but mm-hmm. it, you know, isn't it great how God redeems, you yes, know, God redeems even our mistakes, our past, and it all becomes exactly. like these, you know, a culmination of just his deep work exactly. that he wants to do in our lives. Yep. And the sad thing is, well, actually, it's not sad. It's actually the very hopeful thing right, right, right. is that our story is still being written. Exactly. You know, we never arrive. We still yep. have, exactly. I mean, we've been married like 35 years Incredible. and we're still like, we're there's still growing. times I'm going, how do I not know that by now? Right, right, right. But right. it's because God's still writing our so story. Beautiful. And there's always going to be testimonies, testimonies yes. of faith, testimonies of courage, testimonies of how he comes through in just beautiful. the nick of time. Yes. And it's powerful. Yes. And so I just, I want to thank you for sharing your story, your story, your testimony, mm. the testimony of your church, the testimony of, of just how God took you from being, you know, just someone that was far from him mm. and now so close to him and the way that that he's drawing just a generation, a, a church that looks mm. like heaven, right? Yes. Um, to right in Dallas, Texas, that it's amazing. It's a beautiful testimony. And I am really believing mm. that it is going to be by the word of, of your testimony, your church's testimony, that there is going to be such victory in the days ahead for beautiful. so many people. And so, Hey, thank you for being here. Honored to be we here. We are so grateful so for special. you and praying for you. And thank you guys for, for listening. And don't forget that yeah. we would love to hear your God story. Yes. This is so powerful and we would love to hear yours. So check out the show notes for information on how you can share yeah. your story with us. And we can't wait to hear all that God is doing this season. So catch you next week on the So Good Sisterhood Podcast. Bye. Love you guys. We're so glad you joined us today for the So Good Sisterhood podcast. For additional resources and show notes from today's episode, check out our website, SoGoodSisterhood.com. Remember, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but He's always doing a new thing. What step are you going to take today so you don't miss out on it? If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend or just leave us a comment. We hope today's episode leaves you feeling so good.